This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. To be fair to the conversation, you were missing, mm, I wasn't going to say two of your bench scores, but Sasha don't even play sometimes. But Sasha was out. Sasha's out for a while, by the way. We didn't talk about that. Their second best bench player. Yeah, Alex Lynn played yesterday. Who we all I, like, Alex Lynn. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't think Alex Lynn was going to play at all. Yeah. I was surprised when his when his number got called. So Phoenix, Phoenix went big. Phoenix brought in Bull Bull <laughs> for a second, and then didn't. They were like, okay, they hadn't done that in the in the previous games. Mm-hmm. I think we even said yesterday we're probably not going to see Alex Lynn or Javale McGee in this right. game. We'll see. We might see Kessler Edwards. And we might see the duo of Davion and Keon, but I don't think we're going to see Alex Lynn. Alex Lynn gets the run. Bull Bull's out there, and then Bull Bull gets, okay, this, this was a bad idea. And, and Vogel takes Bull Bull out, and he, he, he got the Mike Brown and hilarious treatment because he never got his number called again. <laughs> and he just kind of he, he stuck with that, I, I say a smaller lineup. He stuck with the regular lineup. Of course, we, we, we didn't touch on this. It's got nothing to do with us. But, but Brad left the game. I... I, I Literally minutes into it. By the time I got home, Brad was done. Yeah. And I think I got home in the second quarter. Yeah. And uh I guess I guess something happened to his hamstring. Yeah, yeah, the hamstring situation. And so they 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 had to go without Brad Beal the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, so I mean I, I all disagree though. I thought they I thought like we don't they played I thought they played well last night. You had you had two guys, you had a guy with forty, a guy with thirty five, another guy with twenty two. There's talk about points. There's not a lot of shots to go over. That alone is there's a lot of math to do right there. That's like uh, seventy shots almost. Mm-hmm. They shot fifty one percent. Yeah, maybe 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 so they, they play so fine. They, no, they hit single digits and threes. Another guy had nine. You know what I mean? So it's I would have Keegan should have stepped up a little bit. You wanted him to play a little better. Maybe Davion he missed two free throws. You could have hit free throws too. Yeah, Davion hit two missed two free throws. You know what I mean? So, you know, maybe that's another two points. Keegan gives you that. So you can find points where you can give it. But I thought in general. I never give that crowd. I don't ever give away crowds free food. That's. I was mad as hell when uh, I ain't said, oh, I think they get a chicken sandwich or something. Like, I'll go to hell. Yeah, that's, that is infuriating. <laughs> but uh, I thought they played well last night. And by itself, I don't think this is a game that would get people turned up. Like if they, you know, if they had one or two more wins and they hadn't had like blowout losses and all this other stuff, I think last night is a is a game where people would say 
that's just a basketball game, you know, against a team in Phoenix who's playing well. Um, you had opportunities to win, and you just didn't get it done. It's just a basketball game. But I think the totality of the season has weighed on you and others after what well, we It's just a game until it's not. What I, but it, that, it, 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 not, it's just a game until right. it's actually the season. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying if this was – if the season hadn't been going the way it was going, I don't think you'd feel this way about this game. i go a step it's, further. It's if they the had just beaten Detroit. There's that. It'd probably, Charlotte, probably be a little bit right – yeah, right there. It'd be different. You wouldn't be saying nothing. But that's my point. It's not the, the game specifically – it's the totality. Of, this is another chapter the, in this season, right? And it's been frustrating. But in in the games are adding up, whether yeah. they're whether they're bad like Detroit, blowouts like Philadelphia, or they're like last night. Those those games are adding up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't and at to... some point, you're gonna run out. Yeah. You're gonna run out of games to play. Yeah. What they've done if they put them they back themselves into a corner where. They're going to have to play some really good basketball to get where they want to get. I think they can do that. I think I'm not going to argue against anybody who says they can't based on what they've shown this year or what they've seen from them this year. I'm not going to argue with that, but I think they can play good enough basketball to get into the top six, to get into the playoffs. I think they can, can. They, can they play well enough defensively? Um, because it only takes because for because the were in a really good spot. Like when they were up ten or whatever it was, I didn't I didn't think they were gonna blow it open to twenty two again or twenty four or whatever. But it was also that lead got eliminated. It it was it was one like rush mm-hmm. between the third and the fourth at the end of the third going into the fourth where it was it was just like the king they they're stuck. They're just it's 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 like we saw with Oklahoma, like we've seen with a handful of teams this year. Phoenix started five threes and didn't miss. How many did Gordon have last night? Twenty something. Just firing threes. Twenty three. And it's it's it 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 wasn't that didn't happen for eight minutes. It happened for a stretch of like five, and that changed the complexion of the game. So when the Kings got back going again. And and started to do maybe a couple of things defensively. Maybe they had a couple of bounces go their way. Uh, 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 no, they started, but that's but, so, but but now they were digging themselves out of a hole rather than just playing ball. Like they were digging themselves out of a hole just because of that one stretch, which it feels like every team that Sacramento plays is capable of a single stretch where they hit like five or six threes in short order because the Kings, for whatever reason, struggle guarding that part of the floor. Yeah, I think everybody has that issue, though. So, like, to answer your question. Guarding the three? Just playing defense. Like, to to get where we're talking about, do they play good enough defense to get into the top six? Absolutely they do. Do they play good enough defense to win a round, to advance? Probably not. But to get there, who who, – But to to me – The guys, the teams that they're going up against, what do they do? Phoenix don't play no defense. Dallas don't play no defense. New Orleans can, but they uh, they're kind of iffy. Lost Dyson Daniels. 
So they're in the same boat as that. That's why they're they're at. That's why they're not in the top four because mm-hmm. Minnesota plays defense. OKC can play defense. Denver plays defense. Los Angeles plays defense. So to advance, I don't know if they can do that. But we're talking about making the playoffs. They yes, they play enough defense to do that. But they, I think they I got. But you also got to play your strengths. This team got to score more. I was going to say, I don't consistently. I don't think I agree with you. They got to score more. I think if they make the six, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, they have I to think, score more. I think. That's I think the most important. Thing. I think if we're talking about the Sacramento Kings making the play, this is and and and, and yes, I've said this since twelve o'clock. I'm down right now on this team. If the Sacramento Kings make the playoffs, I think it's through the play-in. That's, uh, I think they can get into the top six. But, I mean, the, they have to play to their strength. They have to play to their strength. Their strength, they have to be a dynamic scoring team almost every night. We go. We also talk about um, the stat that we're always looking at. They only had nine threes last night. Mm-hmm. Scored 125. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying, man, they got to score 140 every night to win. But the style of play. Being as dynamic as they are, they've got to score. They've got to score to even have an opportunity. Last night they had an opportunity. It was a close game. They weren't able to get it done. But to, to have a chance, they've got to score. Against OKC, I don't think they really scored the other night. Against Detroit, they scored until they didn't at the end of the game. They went ice cold. Mm-hmm. So against Cleveland, they didn't really score. They got to score. That's who they've got to be. And Mike Brown, I think uh, Monty McNair talked about it the other day, and Mike Brown's got to embrace that a little bit more. We got to be better offensively. Yeah. This is this is who you are. Which I know is why you, you can't get pissed at Kevin Herter exactly. and not play and that's him. Why, and you've got to make sure game. He, his, his mental is at its best at all times. I think Mike has tricked off Kevin Herter's mental a long time ago. And see, that's the thing. Mike's got to talk to Herter today. You got a game to play. You got a game to win tonight. And you can get right, hey, Herter, wherever you're going, if you're going to Sacramento, if you're going to Cabo, if you're going home, wherever home is, for wherever you're going, enjoy this. Me and you, we're going to get everything right when you get back here on Tuesday mm-hmm. or whatever day they're scheduled to come back. Yeah, Because you've, you've got to make a commitment to get that right. For better or worse, you two together for the rest of this season have to find a way to get this Kings team to the to the playoffs, mm-hmm. to a series in the playoffs. And he's got to – there's got to be a level of when you have that conversation to get him right, you've got to express – and he's maybe Mike believes it, maybe he doesn't. But you've got to express to Kevin, we need you. We need you. It's not, hey, you just got to be better. Like, we can't achieve what we're trying to achieve – Without you playing better and and, and, and being I, a part of this, I agree. And if I'm Kevin Herter, I'm saying you need to like let me play through things. Then absolutely, yo, I'll say that. Yeah, you you do, you and hey, while I'm here, let me advocate for Keegan too. Let him play through things as well. Let us get let us figure out how to do things out there. Mm-hmm. Make do whatever you got to do in terms of rotations, but sitting like sitting Herter the last. Uh, 10 minutes of the game or nine and a half minutes of the game or whatever it was and when you needed baskets was ridiculous. Again, I'm fine that you pulled him out right there. Mm-hmm. When that lead disappeared, when that deficit, I should say, for Sacramento disappeared, you should have put Kevin Herter back in. That's why I'm an NBA coach. <laughs> Stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> 
I didn't realize I was so frustrated with Mike. Yeah, Mike, Mike, and 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 I love Mike Brown. I just don't agree with some of his decisions. Um, in this in this uh, this year, just a couple of them. He's made some good ones. He's done some good stuff, but just a couple of them I don't agree with. And like I'm looking at the game right now, and in that one possession with Booker, they've got a quote unquote defensive team out there, and they find Booker going one on one against Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes is not. He not he's not that. Maybe he does some good stuff, help side and all this other stuff. On ball, he's food to all these people. Mm-hmm. He's food. So I don't know why you look at him as some kind of defensive stalwart. And on that play, to be fair, Keegan Murray started off on Ke- Devin Booker. They did this screen. It was a switch. That's exactly what the Suns wanted. What play was this? The one where Devin Booker hit the little side step to the right, jumps. Uh-huh. Fox had just Late. hit the three to get it to one. Yeah. They had to came out of timeout, yep. and it's like, and and I bring that up because Mike went with this defensive lineup: Keon, Davion, Keegan Fox, and somebody else is out there on defense. You got Harrison out there like he's some kind of defensive stopper. He's not like he's. I don't know what you're looking for, Mike. I can't. I cannot fathom that he's giving you what you're looking for. Keon was in on that. Yeah. Play right. Yeah. I can't fathom that. Harrison is doing what you want them to do on on defense. So I'm not saying don't ever play him, but when you need a stop or you're not playing good on the defensive end, it can't be, we know Harrison's doing what he's supposed to do, so we'll keep him out there. Mm -hmm. Kevin Herter's not, so get him out. Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll talk to us and tell us one day. I can't believe that's the case. I don't know, man, what. 30 and 23. Eight spot right now uh, in the Western Conference. Oh, it's not lost with this team, though. I think, I think that's where we differ. Dallas in the we, game. I think we got a lot of the same frustrations, and we're on the same page. But I don't feel like all is lost with this group. I don't feel like – I really don't feel like they, – they may never get it. Like, they may never figure it out. That's a very real possibility. But I don't feel like they're, they're like, far off. I don't feel like they're far off. Well, they're not – I don't think they're far off. Like, I don't think they're – I don't think they're falling out to the Utah Jazz. But I also – I don't have confidence in them stringing enough wins together to – Stay in the six spot or That's get back up to too. the six spot. I don't know if I have confidence in it too, but I I don't feel like I could say they're not going to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a lot of people right now. Like, so this is this a playoff team? No matter what, I don't feel that way about them. Like, oh, I, I don't think, think they can, this is a playoff team. No matter what, no, I absolutely I, do not. No, I mean a play-in team. That's oh, a playoff. You did like uh, like there's there ain't no way they can get into the playoffs, or there's no way they could be top six. I don't feel that way about this team. Oh, there's a no, and to be clear, neither do I. I, I. I don't. I. There's a way this team can be top six. We all know what it is. I just don't think they can do it. That's where I'm at. I see the. I think they. Can. We talked about the road yesterday. It's not like I can't see that road we discussed yesterday. I just can't see them actually doing it. That's yeah. that's where that's what that loss did to me last night. Everything we laid out yesterday that we said this is how the team could do it, and this is why we believe that they could do it, mm-hmm. 
at 9.30 last night, I stopped feeling that way. I hadn't got there yet. And Candace Parker didn't even crap on the Kings last night. (laughs) I listened to every word she said at halftime. And I kept waiting. And it didn't didn't happen. It didn't happen. Might not have even known who was playing. Well, she did. She 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 spoke. She spoke nice about Domas. Oh, okay. After she not picking nice him for the All Star team, I think. I don't know if she did or not. I, th- I think she didn't have either King. No, she absolutely did not. We'll come back. There's more to talk about. It's Steve Owen KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tomorrow. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Once again, if y'all need any advice, today is the day. The love doctor for this special Valentine's Day in Sacramento and all cities. I got you. This is my one right here. Rock. I'll start singing this song. This is my song. Yeah, Let me rap the Cardi yeah, B part. Yeah. Have you listened to, have you to uh, All Again, Falling Out of Love Again? Come on, man. That's my one right there. No love. That was, that was one of my songs in the last five years. Have you listened to Beyonce yet? I haven't. I haven't. Right. Anything changed? We need to be playing that record. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, to be playing that record, no, 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 not just not just for the reasons that the country music stations might be ignoring it. Mm. It's 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 a, it's a heater. Okay. That record's fire. It, there's a it's 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 you hear you hear the country, mm-hmm. then the beat like hits. It was like oh, this is a Beyonce track. Because Complex was asking like, what do we do with this? I, was like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like I listen, I was like I like it, but I listened to it on my phone. Yeah. And I made a quick run this morning, put it on in the car. And it was like, oh, okay, okay. Mm. Got where I had to go. Listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to be. I got to the house, sat in the car, text complex right away. Sent him this long ass text. We need to be playing this song. 
We need to be playing the song. They're not going to care what it says. It's, it's, it's Beyonce, and it's a smash record. We need to be playing it. I think he's going to move slow on it, but I want to play it. Yeah, I got to check it out. I, it's, it's I don't hot. know why I had. I was listening to music yesterday, too. Uh, I forgot about it. Let me it. see if I can get Complex to let us play it today. Mm. Just because we talk about it. It's like, mm-hmm. let's play it today. Uh, let's get to Kamara, uh, 916-909-1320. What's up, Kamara? Yeah, sixteen carriages is a banger. Um, nah, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. T- see, sixteen carriages is like a art. It's like a ballad. I want the yeah, Texas. Yeah, I want. The, I want the Texas Hold'em track. Oh yeah, Texas Hold'em. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely. want the full hoedown or hee haw or whatever it is. <laughs> Give me that. Okay. That's okay. fire. <laughs> respect, respect. I got it. I, hey, you know, you know, we love Queen over here. You know, what I'm, well, I know we, you fly we, all over the country to see her. Absolutely. Absolutely. In other countries, yeah, absolutely, and and will again, absolutely. Take the whole family. Um, check it. You know, there's a good news and bad news things what happened last night, man. The good news is, I love to see that De'Aaron was was balling out, right? Because mm-hmm. the last several games he was just not, he just wasn't showing being himself. Mm-hmm. Bad news, obviously, is the loss. But what really bothers me about the loss. It's not so much last night because, you know, those are pick them, you know, possession games, but it's the losses that we dropped early in the season, the Charlottes, the Portland, the Detroit, the, um, you know, not showing up against Houston early in the year, not showing up against New Orleans. Those are times when you see losses like this and you start looking up at the standings and you're like, oh, man, like we're a game and a half back from everybody, you know, or, you know, we're, we're in danger of being a play-in team because – you lose against a playoff contending team every every day in the NBA. But when you lose against teams you're supposed to be easing on or feasting on, that's the problem. And that's when these records and these, these standings mean, mean something. And honestly, Ken, like, I'm, I'm fully on board with you about Mike Brown, about Kevin Herter. I think Mike Brown has mismanaged Kevin Herter from the jump. I've been on record saying that. Um, this lineup was played all the minutes last year. And then this year he found himself – Kevin in the doghouse for the minimalist reasons playing, you know, all these other characters in this position, like he was trying to send a message. And attitude reflects leadership. We talk about attitude and re- leadership on his team. The, right now the attitude is not trust because Mike Brown doesn't trust a central figure in his lineup. He doesn't trust him. And so, therefore, we can't even trust his team. And so I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the, the next 30-something games are going to look like. With the team, but I don't feel great because unless Mike Brown comes as a Mia Cobb and be like, you know, I have mismanaged this, I don't know how we're going to look, you know, going forward. Now, the good, the, also the last thing on the good news is that we also don't know what the rest of the season is going to look like. A lot of things could happen. The, 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 the standards could be fluid. You know, New Orleans could have a bad run. Uh, injuries happen. A lot of things could happen, but I don't like having our destiny tested with other teams. I like being in control of my own destiny. I just don't know if the Kings are the team to really take control of that, you know, going into the, you know, maybe we'll see with it after these next two weeks, you have a reforming of their mind. So um, I'd love to hear what you guys' thoughts on everything and I uh, appreciate y'all as always, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you, Kamara. Yeah, I mean, they are in control of their own destiny. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're a good enough team. They got to get out there and play good basketball consistently. And, um, What he's saying absolutely isn't wrong about, um, you know, the games that you you lost earlier in the season, the teams uh, that are below you in the standings or, or, you know, 
that you feel are lesser than you, uh, they come back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's nothing you can do about that now. You've got games in front of you. You've got to play better basketball. Even if, to be honest with you, we'll just take those three games uh, with uh, Charlotte, Portland, and Detroit. That that wouldn't you wouldn't be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you'd you'd be like a game ahead of New Orleans. You'd still have to play good basketball at the end of the season to get where you want to get. You know what I mean? So that's the way that that's the way I would look at this if I was playing or if I was a coach. What happened in the past earlier this year? It doesn't do it. It's not like each of those games counted for five games in the standings. And you're, you would have been 15 games ahead. No, it's one game. Even if you would have won all three of those, you still got to, hey, man, we're only two games up on New Orleans. We, we, we got we to gotta finish out strong. So it doesn't change the mission. It doesn't change the task at hand. You have to finish strong. You have to play good basketball. So there's no, in my opinion, there's no need to worry about getting caught up in those games. Does the All-Star break this team's only saving grace? Like, as far as what could be fixed? Like, are we expecting Mike Brown to make a move or like all the teams to start playing better now? Or maybe the players? Like, are we just banking on hopefully this rest gets the guys rejuvenated and ready to go for the second half of the season? Or is there something else we can hold hold out hope for? I think there's – I think rest is certainly – I think when we talk about rest, we think about, like, the, the body, right? Like, mm-hmm. the physical nature of this. I think there's probably a mental component to it, too. Mm-hmm like a chance to shut down, get away. You're not worrying about all-star stuff. Um, you know, obviously there are really strong financial ramifications for De'Aaron being an all-NBA player. But um, I think just the time away could help, like mm-hmm. just the the, 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 the the physical and the mental rest, but just the time apart from each other. But when they get back, Whatever day Mike has them returning to Sacramento, there there need there there does need to be a I don't want to I don't clearing of the air might be a little dramatic, but there are some conversations that need to be had, and there are some changes that I do think Mike Brown needs to make moving forward, mm-hmm. and it's we we've, we've talked about this in the in the past before Mike Brown was like the head coach we've talked about this with other head coach coaches. Coaches really like to pick and choose. They, they, they like to preach certain things. Mm-hmm. But they really pick and choose who they hold to those standards. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, we, we get our Buddy Heald jokes off. Buddy Heald was probably unfairly targeted for how bad he was defensively by fans. The team was ass defensively. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. But we picked on Buddy, and Luke picked on Buddy. And I think that's, that's happening with Kevin Herter right now. Yeah, I, 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 you're 100% correct. You're 100% correct. And then when we talk about this, this thing in totality, this is where you've got to, TC, you've got to be real with yourself. Because mm. Carlton in 2009 says Charlotte, Portland, mm. Detroit, Phoenix, and Milwaukee. That's five we gave away. Well, I can make the argument. You had no business winning that playing Warriors game. Mm-hmm. They blew that one. Yeah, no business winning the Hawks game. Well, what about the other Warriors one? That I, I mean, that you can say you had no. I look it, at that yeah. as just a close game. Okay. that you won, mm-hmm. but you can put that in there. Mm-hmm. The Orlando game probably had no business winning that one. Bad defense by Orlando late in that game mm-hmm. gave Malik the opportunity to tie it and send it to overtime. So 
your point is like they've they've happened the both seasons. ways. Yeah. The, the the ones that really really get. I mean, and don't get me wrong; those losses are frustrating. Like there's you still shouldn't be losing those games. I'm not I'm not saying that, but you've you've gotten a couple that you probably shouldn't win, shouldn't have won as well. The the ones with with the, the, the you know the Charlotte Portland Detroit stands out not just because those are three bad basketball teams but those were three bad basketball teams without a lot of mm-hmm. players on it right mm-hmm. then you had the Phoenix one I'll remove that one because mm-hmm. I do feel like that's basketball it sucks mm-hmm. but that happens every game it's just the run happened at the worst imaginable time. Right. Like it happened at a time where Sacramento couldn't regroup. And it was literally like everything that had to happen for Phoenix to win for like five minutes happened. The Milwaukee one is upsetting because it's just a matter of making free throws. Mm-hmm. Like the the Milwaukee one, I would actually put in the category of the other three. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you just hit – you just hit one of those last free throws in Dame Lillard's. Right. You know, like it doesn't happen. That's a tough. But but then but then I'll I'll ask. I'll, I'll just playing devil's advocate. Like, didn't you have to have like a missed free throw and a De'Aaron layup to get to overtime? A missed free throw from Milwaukee and De'Aaron's tied it at the end of regulation to even get to overtime. So if so if I'm a Bucks fan, I should be like I could be like this shouldn't even got to overtime. We would should have handled business, you know what I'm saying? I don't even think I remembered that that game was overtime, but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. It was over. De'Aaron. It was one forty five, one forty three, or yeah. one one forty five, one forty four. Yeah, De'Aaron uh, driving layup at, and uh, at the end of. We were with Matt that night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you know it. It can go a number of different ways. I'm with I'm with <laughs> you and everybody. else. That's right. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching in the car on my way to the to the to the ABC studio. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you and Carlton in that situation and others where Charlotte, Portland, uh, Detroit, yeah. and I'll throw Milwaukee in there as well. Man, you got to close those out, man. Yeah. You got to win those games. So, um, I don't, I, it just – no, I don't think anybody is wrong. I don't think you're wrong for not believing in this team right now to step up their game the way they need to to be a top 16. That's not wrong. That's – that's that's a completely valid feeling. I just feel differently. I think well, I think they can. I, I think I do see like it's not just seeing the path. I think they're talented, and I I I haven't closed the book on them being able to do what they have to do to be a top sixteen. Yeah, and 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 it would be clear with what you just said. I'm not I'm not wrong because making a stance. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you how yeah, I feel. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying I can see how Sacramento can get to the top six. Mm-hmm. That hasn't changed. I think they changed. can do it, though. That, I think they that's can do it. it. Like, we we laid out how they can do it and, and, and why it's so believable that they could do it. Mm-hmm. Today, 24 short hours later, I don't feel like they can. Mm-hmm. The whole thing that we laid out, I don't feel like they can. The, a, 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 a 16-6 run, a, a, a 15-7 run, or, you know, it would be more than that because I just blocked out the final three games of the season. But they'll, they'll have to have a stronger run. I just don't I don't see it. Like, if they played along the lines of the way that they've played this season, eh, we'll see where that gets you. Like, may, maybe that does get them to the six. But I feel like that's what we're going to see. We're going to see drastic ups and downs, and we're going to see Jeff 500 basketball for the rest of the year. It's just where does that land you? 
I think they have something like a, a third toughest schedule remaining in the NBA. Yeah, does that even matter? Uh, I mean, they lost to lost to Portland. They lost to Detroit. What's it matter? It matters in the sense of the one of the one of the goals for the rest of the season should be make sure you don't have those games anymore. You you had three slip ups. Make sure you don't have any of those no more. But if you're not getting a bunch of games anyway against those type of teams. It's not going to help you out that. Much. But yeah, make sure, make sure. Beat Dallas every them. time you play them. Do that. Beat Dallas, and I think the good thing with that is you've got Dallas. The rest of the times you play at home, uh, yeah. So home and home is a back to back, or mm-hmm. it's a series yeah. type situation. So with you two got, days in between. Yeah, you got them at home, but you got Washington once, San Diego twice, another Portland, another Memphis. And then they put out Toronto and Brooklyn on here. What's that? Three, four, five, six, seven. It's got to be. I'll say right now, that's, that's probably got to be seven wins. It's got to be seven wins. Mm. It's got to be seven wins. You got to win those games. And figure out what you do after. Uh, one of the Phoenix games, which is probably considered a tough game, I think that's the last game of the season. So you might not even be. You might be going up against a Koji the whole game. You know what I'm saying? Like that's which it, means nothing when you're playing Sacramento. Yeah, but it's got to mean something. Like that's my whole point. It's got to mean something. If 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 you're playing a Koji and Royce O'Neal and Booker and Kevin Durant are in street clothes that game, that's one of those you have to win. It's a win. Koji, right? That's his name. That's what I thought it was. I felt, didn't they weren't they saying it different last night? I didn't pay attention. I think they were saying it different last night. And I kept thinking, like, are they talking about Well, that's your boy Reggie. Reggie, he be getting things wrong. See, listen to you. (laughs) Listen to you. Wow. (laughs) Wow. 916-909-1320. What's up, Manny? Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, so two things. It's Valentine's Day, so we're going to talk about trust, Right. right? And if you got all these players signing this contract in the beginning of the year about Trusting the trusting the process, trusting uh, Mike Brown and, and being part of this, that it's a two way street. So every time somebody makes a mistake, you can't keep yanking them and not playing them for days on end, and then expect them to keep buying into it when you're not giving them a reason to buy into it. Like going into the second half, and get your rotation. Stick with these guys, and unless there's an injury or something, and you need to make a change, or if something falls off the deep end, then that's the only reason you need to be like this back and forth of guys getting 25 minutes to DMPs. Like, stick with what you're going to run with with the rest of the year. Let's see what happens and then address everything else in the in the offseason, right? Mm-hmm. And second part, real quick for you guys for Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all are like, for me, cereal and milk, right? Because separately, they're fine. They're really good. But together, man, I ain't got nothing but love, man. Happy Valentine's <laughs> why did, why did, No, no. Why did you make that so weird? <laughs> Why did you make that so weird? <laughs> no, you could have said, hey, you guys are like milk and cereal together, man. I love it. But then you made it weird. <laughs> love you, Manny. <laughs> then Manny's like, voice always changes, yeah, you know, which adds a little extra weirdness to it. You, gotta, you just got to love Manny. You got to love him. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. We appreciate Kings it. Kings have 29 games left this year. Mm-hmm. 29. So you're going to have to win some games against some good teams for sure. Mm-hmm. It's funny as I look at this this uh, breakdown of toughest opponents, easy opponents. 
<laughs> everybody like everybody's easiest opponents are like four teams. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's yeah. if you got games against Detroit, Memphis, Washington, and the Spurs. Is there one left against Washington? Have they played yeah, them both? They got to go to yeah. Washington. Yeah, yeah. So they go to to Washington. Um, you got one left against Boston, Minnesota, and OKC, and Milwaukee. And after tonight, only one left against Denver. Hmm. Okay. Phoenix has the toughest remaining schedule. Uh, by strength of schedule percentage. Well, however they do this. They've got the 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 toughest one at number one. They got two against Boston, two against Minnesota, two against OKC, two against Cleveland, two against the Clippers, and two against the Nuggets. Who uh I think the I think the Warriors have the Clippers tonight and the Jazz tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They've got like the twenty fourth toughest schedule left remaining. Mm. Well, thank God Draymond Green's back. Thank God he's back. And and a lot of it. So the funny thing about this is, like I, I don't know how they're necessarily. I probably win percentage, but like the. The Warriors and the Lakers aren't considered tough opponents by this metric, which they're you know they're playing mm-hmm. better, so they they may be on Phoenix's list. They're on the Kings' list, mm-hmm. right? Like they, the Lakers, they play the uh, the Kings play the Lakers at least one more time this year. Mm-hmm. They're not considered one of the toughest opponents, so you got to really look at these things a little more in depth sometimes. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting who they consider tough opponents the rest of the way. Because uh, yeah. those teams will be fighting. The yeah. Lakers will be fighting. Uh, that story that came out of, uh, uh, I think it was ESPN, I think it was Woj. It was Woj and Ramona about LeBron mm. and the Warriors was was interesting. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about that as the day progresses. We're trying to follow what went on in Kansas City. It's unbelievable that these people couldn't attend a championship parade uh, without fearing for their life. The uh, suspects have been detained. One person has lost their life. Nine others were injured uh, at the parade in Kansas City. Uh, just an awful, awful story uh, coming out of Kansas City in a day that was supposed to be uh, a celebration for them. Yeah. Uh, we are following that story. Um, I don't know what we can bring to you past what we told you. There is uh, news. This is non tragic news this is just regular football news coming out of san francisco that steve wilkes uh, was fired today by or let go or i don't know what terminology they're using steve wilkes won't be back with the san francisco 49ers yeah so it it felt like through the the early portion of the season something was you know maybe 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 things were a little off and there was you know the booth versus the field uh, the guys were adamant that they, that they wanted Steve Wilkes on the on the field. He went to the field, and of course, there was the play that we talked about on Monday, where uh, Kyle Shanahan called the defensive timeout because he didn't like the way something was set up, and that left a lot of people wondering, "Hey, what is exactly is going on with Steve Wilkes?" And mm-hmm. uh, now you don't have to wonder. Uh, Steve Wilkes won't be back with the San Francisco 49ers next year. Yeah, it didn't didn't work out. Didn't work out. Um, I thought Steve Wilkes, I did not like 
Steve Wilkes defense the first, basically before he came on the field. And I don't know. Some mm-hmm. of the players said that helped. I'm not here to say that was a reason or not. I don't, I don't know. But I just know that was When like, Fred Warner said it mattered, I, I didn't ask any questions. Yeah. that So, yeah, that that's the way I look at it too. But that was just like the the um, – the the point that I'm looking at where I felt comfortable with the defense up until that point, I didn't like, I didn't really like the, the his defensive scheme much at all. Got better throughout the season. Um, I didn't necessarily think his scheme was much of an issue in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily feel like his scheme was the reason why they fell behind green Bay and fell behind uh, um, Detroit. And I thought they, did a good job in the Super Bowl, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Nick Bosa. I thought they did too. I was. I, I thought they. I thought I can point to plays mm-hmm. in the defense in in the in the Super Bowl, and maybe that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Play, maybe you just can't make a mistake in the Super Bowl, but I, I'm I'm not sure. And hell, they lost one of, if not the best player on defense during the during, game. Yeah, during the game. Yeah. Yeah. And they had to recover. Not to mention the one that they had lost, what, six weeks, seven weeks prior? Yeah. Maybe more than that. It's more so than that. I, I thought I thought he did a, a pretty good job in, you know, this is, whether Shanahan is saying he did a bad job. I don't know if he's saying that, but he's saying this isn't going to work yeah. for, for what I'm doing. And, and I look at Shanahan real quick. I look at Shanahan and everybody like that the same way. It, look, you guys going to blame me regardless. So I'm not going to stick with this guy just because mm-hmm. it looks good or whatever. I'm going to get who I want in there because this guy could be great. You're going to say it's my fault anyway. So I'm going to be in control of this whole thing. Yeah. And if he wasn't comfortable with Steve Wilkes, go find somebody that you're comfortable with. Yeah, I understand that. Um, we'll see who that is. Remember, Kyle, it's Black History Month. You have a good track record. <laughs> He's with us. He's the Tom Hanks of the NFL. Good reference. Yeah. You Good see that video? Right there. I did. Yeah. I saw it from you. Oh yeah. It was on, it was on your uh, uh <laughs> your page. Yeah. Yeah. Um we'll come back. Uh Will Z joins us. Uh we'll get his thoughts on last night's uh Phoenix game, but more importantly, uh what do the numbers say about the Sacramento Kings versus the Denver Nuggets? They'll be looking for their uh third straight win this season against them tonight when Dylan Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. All right, as we trudge along here, trying to regain our spirits, Will Z's not going to help. He's sad. <laughs> Text Will this morning, I'm not happy with this. Not happy with the Kings. Uh, not happy with how they're playing. Kenny quit. He's sick of this. He's just walking out of the oh, studio bye, right now. See, look, Kenny Kenny can't stand sad Will either, so he's out of here. I think Kenny's having a, a headphone malfunction. Uh, he'll be back ah. here with us in a second. Uh, but well, yeah, I, I, I text Will this morning, like, hey, 145 work, I'm – well, I'm not happy, and you were telling us as we were coming back, you just you were you 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 were bummed with the way last night's game went. Yeah, I think because there was so much good stuff, especially in the numbers. I was like, oh, getting my plans because I kind of plan out what I'm going to tweet after every game as it's going on. I'm like, oh, I'll do this, I'll do this, and then it gets to the end and they lose. I'm like, none of it matters. Like it, it's nothing is worth like tweeting out. Nothing is worth talking about. They lost, and it's just one of those games where everything sucks. But it just is what it's the epitome of the season. I think they 
are just a team of ups and downs this year. And right now they're in a major downswing right before the all-star break, which is just such unfortunate timing. Yeah. Right now I can hear my boy Will. Okay. Yeah. What's up, Danny? You've been having some issues over there. That's all right. It's pissing me off. If there's one thing you don't want to do, it's piss me off. It's really the weirdest thing. Piss me off. By far the weirdest thing you do. Quoting like two, like ninety nine <laughs> Attitude Era Jeff Jarrett is just weird. Um, any numbers stand out to you last night? I mean, obviously we see the you know the the, the surface numbers with De'Aaron and and I, I mean Domas's play is just mm-hmm. absurd. Uh, yeah. Anything stand out? Like we 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 I got fr- like Kenny was like the Kings played well last night and I got frustrated and pushed back a little bit. In he fact, told me to shut the hell up. I, why do you? There, there, That's people, what happened. There are, people, back, there, there are people who are just tuning in who are going to believe that that happened. But never say that. <laughs> Although you you did piss me off earlier because you you was talking to me in a condescending voice like I didn't know what you was doing. I knew what you were doing. Even Jesse knew what you were doing. Um, it's so funny because we were listening and Hannah goes, "I get so uncomfortable when they fight." <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even tell, fight. Tell tell Hannah. Tell Hannah. It's always a work. It's yeah. always a work. We're two skilled professional. Re- don't try this at home. We are. We are. We are two skilled uh, sports entertainers in here. Um, oh, that's great. Anything stand yeah, out numbers wise to you? I think the main thing is just the bench play minus Monk. So if you remember the swing staff from yesterday was kind of the others. Yeah. And you have the bench of Davion, Keon, Len, and Kessler combined for three points. Six rebounds, one assist, one steal, zero blocks. It's not just the points. It's everything. I know that those are defensive guys, and they had some nice moments on defense. But to have four players play quick math, 24, 31, 35-ish minutes with those numbers, that's just such a low total. And it's, I think, the Kings have leaned so heavily into if you go back to the offseason moves they need defense that they forgot that they also need offense sometimes and they've just become such a top heavy offensive team with fox not even sabonis most nights last night was but fox monk and whoever kind of that third score is that it's it gets hard some nights when you don't have anyone other than monk who can come in and give you any buckets or assists or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's why last night also when you talk about this game and you talk about the frustrations is a little bit more frustrating, right? Because you just laid out what I believe wholeheartedly is that they got so wrapped up in the defense that mm-hmm. they forgot about their specialty and their superpower, so to speak, which was the on the offensive end. Yep. But that's not what happened last night, so to speak. Like, the bench didn't score as a whole, but you got 20-something from Malik. That's yeah. what you look for. I begged for De'Aaron to show uh, show up and be the leader that I think he put up 40. Domas was dominant. Yeah. Um, and even, like, in my small little, like, I'll just – I'll give you – I'll take whatever you give me. Harris Martin gave you nine. Herter gave you ten. So, offense – necessarily he scored 125 points yeah. wasn't the issue and i don't Shooting even know poorly from three he shot poorly from three you didn't mm-hmm. you didn't get your three-point shots and then you missed six free throws and the combination of those two might be what keeps you from getting 131 as mm-hmm. opposed to 125 
But yeah, it last night was one of those nights where that, that's maybe that's why I thought they played good because it looked more like a game that I think they specialize in. You're not always going to win those games, but it looked more like a Kings basketball game last night. Yeah, and it did. And they they even found a way, like they finally got past the, the stunned small ball, KD at the five. They figured it out. They it, it, they got down for a little in the third, but it's like they finally got to a point where it's like, oh, this is how we take advantage of it with the Sabonis offensive rebounds or getting into them down low instead of at the top of the key. And none of it really mattered. I think that's why it made me sad is because they played so well and still lost. And maybe it's just a tip of the hat to the Suns, to Kevin Durant. Um, and he's just that good. One of the things that stood out to me was how easily the Suns got the matchup that they wanted at the end of the game, especially when they had KD at five. The, they were just setting these weak screens that the Kings just switched on seemingly right away and then would bring the double that. and the Suns knew exactly what they were going to do off of it. I hated that. I, and, yeah. and that's and if I was being a jerk, I'd get mad at Harrison for that because Eric Gordon would like touch Harrison Barnes with his yep. hand. And Harrison was like, oh, okay, switch, hey, switch, hey, switch. Like, didn't fight through it all or whatever the case may be. There was another play later in the fourth quarter, though, where a switch, uh, screen came, and it was an immediate trap with Harrison and Sabonis. So, like I said, if I'm not, I'm not going to be a jerk about it. I'm going to assume Harrison was told, this is how you defend. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. it, we're switching immediately, don't fight through it or whatever. Because it sounds like they were told a couple plays later, hey, we're trapping immediately or whatever the case may be. So in that case, I'm not going to necessarily get mad at Harrison. I'll get mad at Jordy and Mike and be like, this this isn't Same working. Man. Like mm-hmm. this, you, you've got to do something different. And, and then there's something to the fact of you give people different looks. You know, so maybe they were like, hey, for the next 10 possessions, we're just switching automatically. And then once they get, once the offense gets used to switching automatically – now for the next five possessions, we're trapping hard. Just give different looks and not let them get in a routine. But I saw the same thing, Will, and I just – I, the whole NBA actually does it, and it really bothers me. Mm-hmm. Nobody fights through screens, on-ball screens. Will, as we uh, prepare for the second night of a back, to, back tonight, let's, let's try that again. Three, two, and one. Will, as we prepare for the second night of a back-to-back <laughs> – I got it this time. Ready? Cut this out in three, two, one. Hey, Will, as we prepare for this game against Denver tonight. There we go. Um, anything stand out? Uh, I know you wrote about it over at willzstats.com. Anything stand out in the first two games? Because my, my, one of my big, you know, one of my many frustrations today isn't just that the Kings lost last night. It's that, man, they, they go, like, to, for me to feel a little bit better going into All-Star break, they got to beat Denver a third straight time this year. Mm-hmm. But we've, we, long before the last time these two teams played, have acknowledged that I think Denver and Sacramento is a really good matchup. Mm-hmm. Or Denver is a really good matchup for Sacramento. What stood out numbers-wise uh, with these two teams in the last couple of games? Yeah, two things. The first was Darren Fox assist numbers. So he's had 26 assists in the first two games, 16 the first game, 10 the second. And I think that that has lent itself to the Kings taking a well-rounded scoring approach against the Nuggets. 
it's one of their the last game on Friday was one of their three games this year where they had seven players score in double figures. And there's just something about the Nuggets team that we've seen it twice now where Fox's passing is just those assist numbers are high. I don't think it's a coincidence uh, that we've seen it twice. I don't know what it is or why, but it's something that I'll be looking at again tonight to see if it happens again. And then the second thing is just the three-point disparity between the two teams. So the Kings have shot 33 of 68 in the two games. That's 48.5%. And the Nuggets are 16 of 54. That's 29.6%. They've really just dominated beyond the arc. And I think a huge reason why they won so... They had such a high margin of victory last game. And that's what makes me nervous for tonight is I don't know if the Kings can win without hitting their threes. And that's why I made it the swing side of the game. It's something that they've done both times they've won, and I think something that they have to do tonight. And on the second night of a back-to-back with heavy minutes last night, it's just, it makes me nervous. That doesn't mean I don't think they can do it and hit their threes at a high clip. It's just something that I think has to happen tonight like in the previous matchups. Yeah, man, it's a tough game. It's a tough game, obviously. You're going up against the defending champions. Um, you're you're playing them on the road in a back-to-back in a situation where you've already beat them twice, and mainly a couple days ago, so it's fresh on their mind. And they're going to be looking to you know, get some of this get back. I'm looking right now, I think uh, – let me see, give me a second. Yeah, this is their last game before the break as well. Okay. So they're – they, as much as they can, they're going to be like, all right, let's close close things well, on a on a on a good note. Well, that's also well, yeah, for sure. They could absolutely feel that way, or the, they could have one foot out. That's the door. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, there's two sides to that coin right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah guys, let's just get through this because only one guy is going to Indy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to get uh, maybe this isn't the best injury report. I'm just on ESPN. They've got Jamal Murray as day to day, and KCP as day to day. Yeah, Jamal was questionable earlier. KCP, I, I don't remember what he was. Now, still yeah. questionable. Okay. okay, so another one comes out in two minutes. I think. I think they come out every half hour. Correct. Um, gotcha. So I can check on that. But it'll be interesting to see if they play because I get that they have the rest coming up. So for those two guys, do they want to give them an extra day of rest? Like, why bother playing a game? Right. Or do they treat it as we've got a break coming up? Let's play this game and then rest. And I could see it going either way. Yeah, it, yeah, it could Honestly, be like I would because if they haven't played, I yeah, Jamal play. hasn't right because yeah, he I didn't would, play here. No, no, he didn't. He did. He did. Play. Jamal yeah. did play he here. He did play. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Porter didn't play. Here, oh, okay, there you so. go. Yep. Michael Porter and KCP. Yeah, and KCP. Play. Yeah, but I mean that's if they're not right. Like if I'm, I'm just, I'm not even saying this like for the Kings. Just if they're not right, like. Don't yeah. play him. Like, yeah. Just let him get the extra day. Yeah. Yep. Jokic don't look right either. <laughs> something, just something. Take yeah. a rest. Yeah. I mean, and plus I, he's got a long weekend. Yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. look, it was a long championship run last last year. Yeah. Aaron Gordon, all, all the starters, just chill. Yeah. Bring your two way guys up and <laughs> let's rock a little well, bit. The Detroit did play us well, with guys that. They cut the next day. They did. They literally fired yeah. everyone who produced against Sacramento the next day. So yeah, I guess I thought about. It. I should have done this, doing a like. This is how many points got cut from the Nuggets. Uh, <laughs> oh, they just played. 
<laughs> but that's terrible. Just terrible. Um, and it and, looks like it's every hour for the injury report, so we've got another half hour before any updates. It um, you mentioned De'Aaron's assist numbers against Denver. Uh, I'll be really interested to see De'Aaron's game tonight. He obviously had the monster mm-hmm. game tonight. Domas, I'm just penciling in for another monster game. Maybe yep. not 30 plus, but uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna write Domas in for you know 17, 15, and anywhere from nine to to 12 in the assist category. Uh, but ha- really may just get double doubles for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why. <laughs> yeah, like when absolutely. is he gonna get like seven rebounds? He can pass the great Jerry Lou. He gets that in a quarter, right? Mm-hmm. Right. When are you gonna get seven rebounds in a game? Like, nah, bro. I'll be interested to see what De'Aaron does tonight, though, because uh, mm-hmm. De'Aaron obviously has that. You know, he he had that big time performance last night. You know, getting back kind of in the scoring column the way that we saw him during the first part of the season. Uh, how he follows that up tonight, I'll be interested in seeing. Yeah, and I'll be watching Keegan a lot as well. Um, you were talking about mm. it earlier, Damien, and there's just, I don't know, something feels a little off. There was one play that stuck out to me last night where it was like a loose ball or something, and Keegan ended up with it on the left wing and passed it out to Barnes, and it's the shot that Barnes took the like super long three-point attempt at the yeah. end of the shot clock. <laughs> and I wanted Keegan to get it and attack or shoot or something. He didn't have that much pressure on him. It's like, go. Like, go do something. And then ended up with a long Barnes contested three. And it just doesn't seem like we're getting a Keegan right now. And I don't know if it's the kind of Barnes coming back, which has been a while, or what it is. But just more Keegan doesn't see bad things. Yeah, I'm sorry. I almost just passed out because I remembered that play. And it was the quote-unquote end of the shot clock. There was five seconds left on the shot yeah. clock, and he shot 30. I said, I'm uh, sorry. All right, Harris. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I know the shot clock was winding down technically. There was five seconds left, and we're pulling up from 30. Is and then he- the backboard and rim. We want aggressive Harrison. We got him. Well, Davion did miss everything on one of his three-point Keegan attempts. did hit the other side yeah, of the backboard well, one time. There were some rough shots last night. <laughs> like, Davion, Davion's shot yeah. fell a solid three feet short. Like, that was just a pass to the who, whoever was down there near the basket. Um, yeah, it was, it was a rough night from beyond the arc last yeah. sure. A really, yeah. a really, really rough night. <laughs> Um, well, we appreciate you, man. I know you don't feel great about the game. We'll lock in and, and hopefully uh, things go go the King's way and that three-point percentage and uh, vibes are a little bit better tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 